0: UtilityMuffinLabs.com is the source for podcasts like 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade, the Nerd Words podcast, and the Playing Hookie podcast, to name a few. We offer gaming, music, and pop culture content, as well as graphic and audio design, voice talent, and more. Go to UtilityMuffinLabs.com to commission us for your audio needs, digital artwork, and advertising opportunities. UtilityMuffinLabs.com, consistently rated adequate. 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade, a retrospective podcast brought to you by UtilityMuffinLabs.com. Welcome to the Dark Ages. Welcome to another episode of 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade. My name is Nathan. And I'm Bob. And today we are taking a good close look at clan book salubri and... I think we're going to probably dig a little bit deeper into the overall history of this clan because it's not really one that we've talked about much, is it?
1: It's it's not. And it's rough to do it because we're still not going to do it here. I mean, the simple aspect is, is there's there's not. There's not an ancient Enochian, this is the way it was type thing. I mean, this book gathers and centers around a very unique concept. It's a non-salubri writing about the clan. Right. Right. and And the way he tells it, this, this guy is a, is a knight. I hunted him down. He's in the Ashen, uh, Ashen Knight as well, um, who also authoring, which is kind of cool, right? Um, it's something Yakov. It's a, right?
0: like Simon Bin Yakov or something like that?
1: Yeah, Simon Bin Yakov, yeah. Yep. Um, he's, the, he's the author, and he goes through in, in great detail and respect um, of the salubri itself um, Themselves, excuse me. But how he mm-hmm. says it was that he's approached, right? It was cool. Someone out of the blue mention a dear friend of his, which is another Salubri that he wished he could run into again and, you know, had lost touch with, and this guy puts him in touch with these three warriors who come up to sit down and tell them his tale, or tell them the tales of the Salubri, which is what he wanted to know. And they each have their perspective about specific things, and that's that's sort of how this book rolls out. Why that's unique is because it gives you the impression this is not a book where some clan's just lying. Right. Right. It's not it's not single minded, it's just someone's opinion. It's no no. This is as they were taught it, and now we tell you so you can put pen to or quill ink to quill and all that stuff.
0: Well yeah, and it's almost like this is you know, of course this this is like the only book that I've seen, the only clan book that is not written from the perspective of the clan directly, as in the clan is telling it. It's written compiled by this storyteller, this this Torridor who's who's Talk to all these salubri, but it's like the one clan where I'm like, I don't really see a reason for any of them to lie, at all. No, in fact, mm-hmm. it seems entirely counter to their whole clan for good or for ill, depending on your perspective on this bloodline.
1: Even going as far than in his day and era when it was done, which is the Dark Ages, it talks about the three warriors when they when they go to speak. You know, it's like I'm. I believe it says I'm Raziel, and I'm touching this book as are the two warriors to my left. You know, and we swear that these words are true. What mm-hmm. you're, you're putting your word, your honor, in the line to say that what you say is a, is a rendering of correct, right? That's right. accurate. Makes it awesome, uh, viable. Side note: one of the coolest names I've ever heard in all of White Wolf was Scaffa Column Kill. <laughs> yeah. Can we point that out? What a badass that person yeah, must be. Yeah, that you is know?
0: a that is a really cool name.
1: And when I was doing, I was looking at this, I was like, she's, she's 500 years old at the time this guy encountered her in the 1200s, right? Right. Man, you, this is an intense lady, right? Talking about her origins too, which, which are brief, but you know, everybody kind of gives their flavor here, but none in detail. Like right. there's no ego is the thing for when the salubri talk about themselves to this guy. It's just, this is what I did. And when I went through and there you go, we have told you the story. Right now, now we got stuff to do right? Which makes it uh, makes it pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, so it starts off uh, where he sort of gives a rendition of the clan itself, right? Just sort of an idea. Mm-hmm. And he just makes a distinction that the usurpers, the Tremere, just demonize the healers. That's the thing to know. The, the Tremere literally just went in on the healers because they're not aware of of a faction split or that there are different um, castes To the Salubri. They just know they've encountered a healer, so that's who has to go. And Salt was Diabrize, so get these guys too. And Salt was Diabrize easily. We just walked in the tomb and Shmir ate him. So that's that. So when they come upon healers who won't commit violence against them, right, for their own personal belief, they think all Salubri are like that. Right. You Just walk up and eat them. And uh, that, that, that spreads some interesting things. So off the bat, he, you know, diverse, or not diverse, he chops that up. Right. And says, let's move to... Custom. Let's just get along and get through it and I'm gonna tell you about these uh the knights, right? As as I refer to them, or a lot of them are from the Salubri Warriors, you know. that right. works too.
0: Right. Well, and these warriors go um, and they start to talk about the different um, tasks that they have to go through training and like the the amount of um, difficulty that they have working with their own master. And then I thought this was a very interesting thing, too, where um, one of the salubri talks about having to go and train under a bruja. Right. And and this bruja is like. His sire, the salubri sire was like a badass, right? Like, here's here's a well trained, you know, been doing this for hundreds of years, type of type of cat. And then he's like, Now you go and you train with the Bruja. And the Bruja's like, You don't know shit. And basically <laughs> like l- just levels him and is like, All right, so now I know what I got to work with. You know, it's kind of like the story of like uh, you know, going to the mountain to to face the master, and the master's like, Do you submit? Or do I break your arm? you know that sort of uh, yes. scenario
1: yes and no the, the the way i the way I saw that is it's a it's a tradition back then, right mm-hmm. as, as a lord, you have your your would be someone you train or talk to or squire if you will, and right. then at a certain point you send him to 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 finish his squiring or to do his squiring even under another more powerful lord or someone who owes you or whatever this case is.
0: Please hold while the podcast you're looking for is located.
1: Back to the book, I don't want to divert too much. Um, why that training? Why did he do it? Well, because who comes back after being out there with those with that clan is a wizen blooded warrior who's very much learned patience and discipline and more and more apt to be of use to the, to the clan. Right. And they make it like, like, like maybe solid had a plan, you know, and this is where it starts to say that solid is able to see the future.
0: Yeah. um, That's a kind of one of the interesting things that um, I found about this first chapter is like all of the, you know, the first, they talk about the warriors and and like the blooding and, and the coat of some and all that stuff. But like interspersed throughout this are like little anecdotes about salubri. Like, the clan, th- this this bloodline seems to know both simultaneously the most and also, like, the least about what their founder was up to. Like, they, they kind of revere him as this individual, like, searching for Golconda, right? Like, he's searching for oneness, for nirvana or whatever, and he goes off wandering. And it's always like, he goes off wandering and he comes back and, like, he's got some new insight and some new sort of thing. But also... It seems to be very strange from a time perspective. Like no one seems to be quite aware of like when these things are happening or (laughs) if it was like early in the clan or later on in the clan, it's just kind of like eh, maybe like first city, maybe second city, because it's all the thing of it is and you get a very good understanding of this concept when reading this is that everything about this bloodline is sort of word of mouth more so than any other clan. Right, there's no. They don't sit down and meet and talk and discuss. It's all like I have a memory and I pass or, it down or, to my child.
1: Or rather, they do sit down, meet and discuss. They just don't write it down. Right, right. <laughs> but, you know, but but
0: not even like you know. A lot of people will go. Well, the gangrel is kind of the same way. Well, the gangrel I think is worse. But they they'll have like they'll have meets. They'll have things. They'll have things where people come and sit and they discuss their their various uh, you know the stuff that they've done. Right, right. This this bloodline doesn't even have that. They're just like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, I remember that. No, it seems seems different to me.
1: Well, at this time, especially now, this mm-hmm. is the survivors, right? Right. This clan, and that's the thing to know when you're reading this clan book. It's not before the Tremere. It's it's as the Tremere are laying siege to them, right? So who knows? They might have met up, right? Back and but those people are dead, right? Yeah. So, so that destroys it, changes a culture, right? Right. And that's that's what it did. Um, we. Another thing is that I, pro- I apologize: Samil is the name of the of the warrior founder. Uh, Samael is different and an angel, so we'll just move <laughs> I'll move on from that. So I have to make the distinction because it makes sense. The different words do mean something in that regard in their enunciation. so um, at any rate, the whole point of old Samil here is that his job was to spearhead the assault and elimination of the Bali.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: right That's the whole of his job. And what's weird about this is, is why? Well, there was this new group called the Bali that they hear about in Ye old Enoch, as it said. And Saul hears of them, and they hear that they, they might be infernal. There's some bad things about them. And he's like, well, I got Samil here. Hey, uh, you know, someone want to go check that out? And Samil's like, yeah, we'll send some guys and four people volunteer and leave. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, what happens to them is they get bali
0: they get done in big time, and so one of them survives and comes back, and he is so he's so messed up by what he experienced and what he saw. He's able to retell the tale back to Solid or whomever. Solid is basically what they they say, and then with Solid's blessing, he's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go meet the sunlight now because uh, I'm I'm over that." Basically, kills himself, and Solid's like, "No, no, go, my son. You two must die." It, it's it was like what what could be so horrifying that this person this individual coming back this warrior is like nah i'd rather just greet the sun than continue existing
1: now what i like about that is it's it's horror corrupts right that's mm-hmm. what it has to be he survived but he's tainted right what he's seen what it with doors it's open it, it ruined him and he knew it and i kind of It's kind of interesting. It's a very romanticized ideal and horrific in that regard. I got the distinct impression
0: too, reading this that uh, the Bali were like, no, it's cool. We're going to let you live so you can go back and tell the tale. Yes.
1: Yes. And that keep that in mind, right? As we as we go in, because I have theory on that, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So going on, she gets back and Samil hears this and he's like, what's going on? Solid yelling at everybody, not yelling at him, but like, oh, my God, these people are so hurt. Oh, and he couldn't be consoled and he's in private and he just can't be bothered. He's all tore up. He won't listen to anybody and walks in uh his, his favorite, uh, or what is it, Malkiv comes in and cools him out and Samil makes a decision. Mm-hmm. He grabs some folks and he goes we're going to go handle it. And you know, he, he grabs his people and they go take care of it. Now his people were not all salubri. That's right. the other thing I enjoy. That because he went and he hung out with the Gangrel with, uh, I believe it was Nosferatu was the third, the Bruja, and we'll, we're just going to make him Nas because why not? <laughs> and uh that's I just i forget but they were hunters must be the other strong one we'll just go with it um for the moment can't be bothered i'm um, so <laughs> They they go to wherever the bali were and they they lay pain they're they are scourging a problem and and that's that this war he left with solid's blessing when he went and then ward gets back and salt's devastated all over he just can't be dealt with mm-hmm. and raziel a favor chilled um, is one of the only ones that Solid will see for for a long time, and that 's what they said that happened. This is why the great Bali war, and then we move on and What I also like about these warriors to show they don 't have ego they tell you we 're not we 're not poets we 're not bards i right. 'm um, just going to tell you what I know, and then we 're going to go from there and that's it 's going to be open and shut. This adds a lot to this to this group in my opinion um, makes it pretty cool. Um, the other aspects of it talked a little bit about the training, but they talked about, you know, sending them off to a brewery, which is cool. You know, that's, that explains what Nate was talking about there. Right. Maybe a little more than you intended. Uh, but then they also talk about how do you, how do you choose a warrior? Is it just anybody, you know, and more so than any clan, they go deep on how right. one chooses a right. warrior. I mean, this guy says they, they weren't really all about talking about it. Um, which is even cooler, right? We're not going to tell you what happens. That That's not what we're here for. And he didn't push because during him meeting with them, these people are waking up to a disciplined routine, right? They wake up at night. They all fight each other in practice. You know, you come at me. I'm going to try to block everything you got. I'm going to come at you. It's going to do the same. Now at each other. Now here. They're literally polishing their, their war skills right. left and right. And then they sit and meet with this guy to tell him more stories. So it gives an impression. They we were there quite some time, and he, and he got to see them. And uh, he talks about skill of arms, right? Mm-hmm. He says, first, got to have some, but then again, rudimentary is fine. Like, a lot of them talk about the fact that they were just children playing with wooden swords in the family yard. Right. Before they were approached. And, you know, they, you can learn. You can teach someone to fight with a sword. However, um, those kids couldn't be embraced. They were big on that. This also is where the rumor where kindred don't embrace children This is this is exactly where it comes from. It's uh, the fact that solid forbid it. Right. Right. You won't embrace children. You must let them age before you decide.
0: Right. Because they talk about how a lot of times they'll 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 come upon someone in their youth as a child who they're like, oh, this individual would be great. And they'll kind of like introduce themselves like, hey, I'm the so and so. And uh, I'll come back to you when you're old enough to be granted the embrace. (laughs) <laughs> right
1: i'll see it a little bit yeah and uh then they talk about conviction of spirit this is something that's that's huge right mm-hmm. you can't have someone who does not have confidence conviction they're decide you know they have to be decisive in what they do and they can't have hesitation mm-hmm. you know and in other words you're talking about a stubborn person right yes right. you can have this someone who's opinionated but stubborn that's okay you know they got to be able to hang on to their conviction what is what is the analogy like a hawk's talons <laughs> until they're shaken from it Right, you know, and sometimes they do it even when they're wrong. <laughs> but this this lets you know it's someone who's die hard. They're they're a bull in what they want to do, and that's good. And apparently Samuel is the same way. Um, then there is this uh, nature of spirit uh, that they're that seeks direction and calling. Someone who's willing to learn, but also they're seeking something. This is sounds like a nightly thing, doesn't it? Like right. I'm gonna be a be a warrior chosen. And now that I have these skills, I'm not like it to me, it's Arthurian in a lot of ways. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, basically one of the things that they kind of like try to emphasize about the warriors is that there isn't like really a time when they're just chilling and relaxing. They're basically purpose driven, whether it's, you know f- hunting down the bali or you know trying to stop the usurpers from destroying their clan or whatever it is like they're purpose driven they're not just like well i'm a warrior and uh you know i've got time for poetry and time for philosophizing no they're warriors they're basically single minded and purpose driven you know not not that they're unthinking not that they're like the terminator but that If, if there's, if there isn't something happening, they're going to look and seek out something that have to happen.
1: Right. And that's, uh, that's another cool thing. (laughs) In my opinion, all those things determine, uh, how they choose someone, right? They have to fit the criteria in some capacity. Then they go to their proper training, which this is unique and adds to Nate's theory, uh, back in the day, I don't know if you recall saying it, but I do. And I liked it and I agree with it, That there's a connection between the salubri and the asimites. And yeah, it's
0: here. Definitely.
1: Seven years training. Right? He's, he's mm-hmm. quick to point it out. That it's seven years that he trained under his sire. Right. Before the blooding. Right. Now what's unique about this. Asimites do seven years training too. As immortal. Now they do another seven. Because they're awesome. Right? But after they're seven years trained as immortal. They go to the heart's blood. To receive their embrace. And do another seven. Right? That's. You know. You're an immortal now. Let's teach you how to do that. When you think of it they're over here doing seven and who knows what they do afterward, you know, but, cause they got to go on this path seeking type thing. But the fact is that's too, that's too on the nose.
0: Well, and the other thing too, about like the blooding, um, you know, that's, that's something that, uh, the salubri warriors are supposed to go through being blooded. However, nobody really knows what that actually means anymore. Like the original one was lost with the one who created it, which was, uh, Samuel, but, this now they kind of are like, well, we think we had, and to me that, that I like that part too. Cause there probably was some connection back then, but it's just been lost to antiquity. So yeah, I mean the, the Asimite, the Salubri, the Bali, they're all sort of like intrinsically tied to one another from way back in the day when, you know, the rivers ran with blood and all that. <laughs> when, <laughs>
1: when, when tying people was a thing. Right. Um, I do like that the, the guy, the author, had mm-hmm. an actual diary entry of what the blooding was, mm-hmm. right, from somebody who went through it. Now, they call it a – he didn't call it a lesser blooding there, but that's why they start calling it lesser blooding, right? It's exactly what you said. No one person can agree on what it was. Right. Right? And it's such a personal thing. But this is where they receive their name. Yeah. Right? That's the important thing about the blooding. No matter how the ritual is conducted, it is one that tests your ability of self-control thus dignity and all your training works and then near the end of it you'll be asked what your new name is right like any good cult right? any good (laughs) fraternity right Mm -hmm. right? this is this is the thing it's like we're gonna be here you know what name came to you as this went on and you say what comes to you a lot of times this is there's angelic names that are selected right perfectly fine
0: um other times they name themselves after like the holy host and stuff like that right
1: I thought if somebody said, you know, okay, you know, tell me now, what is the name? I shall call my new brother. And dude's like, Bill. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, I, then I shall call you Bill. No, no, wait. Knee jerk. No, it's the name known. That's the name Samuel will call when he comes back to ask us to fight the host I, for the final time.
0: I just kept thinking of Fight Club. Like, those in Project Mayhem have no name. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> it's the same thing. But yeah. you get the process, right? Have fun when you make this up. Uh, in your game, you're going to have to. Or you could take the one out of the book that did a good job with it. You can read that and judge for yourself. Right. Um, however, they move on to to a very interesting concept. And they go, the warrior in Gokanda. do they seek it? And very simply, Skatha uh, Column Kill more or less says, hey, look, um, it's all about melding yourself and your skills with the beast so that they work as one in conjunction.
0: And that's... <laughs> It's about creating a balance. Right. And if uh, if this book gives you anything about this clan, that's something that you should keep in mind as a theme running throughout. That the Salubri are all about balance. They're all about equals and opposites.
1: Now, what I enjoy about that balance is that it points out the fact that they don't need it. Right When I read it, she more or less was saying Golconda, sure. There, there are some who seek it. She says that. But she's not about to lay down her sword arm and, and decide that there's no need for that. Right. To go ahead and seek it. To her, there is a balance she sees clear, and that's that. But that strength of purpose could very well be her pursuing Golconda. And she more or less says it without having to say it. It's, it's an impression given, which I enjoyed. How I mean, that must have been difficult to write, but it messages a scene. And from that, they definitely agree on one thing. You don't diabolize the Gekkoconda, right? It's not going to happen, and it's not—it's not a way to do it. So, um, and they move on, right? And they talk about you know their modern what have. Oh, I forgot. Someone's going to ask. Are there fallen Salubri? Eh, bound to be, right? But what they refer to as fallen angels in this book and an is something you got to really put your thinking camp on and notice. They're talking about those Salubri anti tribute or Salubri anti. Sorry, the Salubri warriors that refuse. <laughs> To follow the teachings of Samil because of the usurpers, right? There are those who can't forgive. Salah taught that you should live and let live in that regard, right? Almost turn the other cheek in a way. Right. And, and despite that, that, you know, hey, they came and did us wrong. You got to learn to move on from that and blah, blah, blah. And don't seek retribution. You know, now it's like, now it's the plight of the, of the warriors to defend the healers. Right. And to, and to do that. And that's, that's your purpose and your calling. In that, you can seek whatever. And there's some warriors who absolutely didn't agree. You know, they came and warred on us and killed our founder. I'm sorry, but that's, that's payment. We're, we're right back at them. we not, now we wipe them out. Are we not warriors? And a lot of them are like, uh, yeah, we are, but we gotta, gotta respect the, the dream. And, and that's that. They don't agree. Yeah. So in anger, the Salubri were like, guess what? We're just going to call you by fallen angel names then. And, and you're out. We will have nothing to deal with you now. The why behind that's really simple. If you have some badass salubri warriors running around smoking <laughs> Tremere and Chantries and looking for all sorts, you essentially have a problem, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> right. you're trying... On one end, you're trying to say, we're not demons, we're not devils. Meanwhile, a third chantry's burnt as as more Tremere right. vanish in the night and screams are heard overall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's one of those things. You, you either... You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. But these individuals are like, no, we're... we're we- we will forsake the concept of Gehenna to exact vengeance. Like killed our founder. We're we're not we're not gonna hang out and, and worry about how you feel about us in the end. <laughs>
1: not a popularity contest. That's right.
0: They're basically throwing themselves, you know, into the fires of hell at first. Like which be damned.
1: That's Bob Salubri warrior, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> you kill mine, I'll see you there. That's uh, right. Uh, that, that, that's me. But uh, then we go to, in, oh, we have the end. I love this, actually. When he talks about, um, give a puzzling clue to the matter of where the Salubri should go. Right? It mm-hmm. talks about where they could go, where they're accepted. And they said in the days to come, uh, most likely, and this is a healer who says it, I believe, uh, Nurel. Nurel is the one. And said that uh, they should go in the lands of the Zamis because their oaths of hospitality among them are legendary. And they wouldn't ever have their hospitality insulted for them. It's a, place, it's a haven of hiding.
0: That was an interesting like thing that never really had connected with me. That uh, those two clans would be like, you know, they both hate the Tremere. Right. It makes sense. Why I enjoy it is because you
1: hear of the Zemise flesh-shapen monster, the thing, you know, all that jerkish, sure, it's there, but come on. Um, There has to be another side to it, and there is. Definitely civil. You can be in the Carpathians and in Transylvania and enjoy many a night where it doesn't turn into that. However, how much more interesting does it become if there's a Salubi healer or a warrior there who is representing a moral upbringing? That they mm-hmm. just don't have. That adds a temperament to the beast of the Lord, the voivode of the land or whatever. That's a, that's a compelling story to me. It's beauty and the beast, literally. right? right? Now, why this works is because, and, and, he, and he asked that question, I believe what was said was um, Orestes and Athena. Which, I definitely knew the names, had to look it up. There's, there's no ordeal where Orestes, for whoever he is and how deep, I'll just tell you that they're in a court. right? And In a court setting. And Orestes is almost driven mad. With what he had done previously. He'd killed some folk and done some bad things and done whatever. And he's long since divorced of his guilt. But he had to clear some stuff up. He basically is telling the goddess Athena to bear witness to the fact that, Hey, look, I did all these things. Not the sun god Apollo. Not this guy. Not that guy. It's me. I did them. And, you know, that's that's my bad. And more or less, the moral to this great story is that we should learn from it. You know, I'm going to learn from it. I did all that and I want you to see that that's not... It's changed me. I'm not that guy anymore. And more or less, she agrees. And she convinces this uh, other goddess who is pursuing him um, that he is changed. And indeed, that is not him anymore. And so it's that. So the lesson there is that the hells and evil that you commit before can hit a point to where it's gone. You've done them. And you have to move on. Right? You become something else after that. Right? So if you're no, if you're no longer Mad Maxing across the world destroying everything... There's sort of a uh, catharsis, right? Where right. You're, you're changed now, and who you are moving forward is different from the person someone might have met back then. And it has to be met. Why well, I thought it was brilliant where they put it. They don't put it in a chapter entitled at that where everybody can hunt it down. They put it kind of nestled as a Easter egg in there to look it up Yeah, like some weirdo. The,
0: it's, um, it's one of those things where I would say it's both a negative and a positive. Um, for me, as like just a, a, someone who enjoys reading the material of this game... It's it's fun to read through and just digest an interesting story If you're just like where do I find the the actual information? I'm looking for like I need to get to the chapter so I can recite it This book is going to be difficult for you to to consume in a way that makes sense
1: And I will say this it's 2019 you have a smartphone (laughs) Right? Right if you're telling me it's too hard for you to type three freaking words and look up where they come from You just don't have that interest. That's okay but don't yell at us that it's hard to do. You can do it. And <laughs> why I mention is because they're telling you exactly where Solid got it from, where he's from. Does it not? It tells you the story because what happened to Solid, you know, basically in a way, they're like, cool, let's go hide amongst them and leave it at that. And why is it cryptic? Because as a healer, which we're about to learn about, they're, they're more or less sages in the right. clan. And she's teaching this warrior a lesson that, that they're talking to Right. Of why I go to the Zemis. And more or less referring to the Zemis, sure, but a lot of other things as well. You know, forgive the Zemis for who they were, and by your very presence, show them that they can be different. Perhaps, whatever difference that is, you know, that's up to them. Which is cool. Also, also, it ties across this book into their founder. Right? Solid right. wandered all over the place and did some questionable things, right? Mm-hmm. That's, it's, it's a big thing. So, uh, moving on. Song of the Healer. Right, just straight up talking about what healers do. Yeah, yeah. I, for, uh, I ahead. for the most part, just gonna say it. I'm gonna let you take the reins on this because when I, I read it, but every time I read about the healers, um, there's a bit in me that's just like, okay. Well, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I I don't know. Um, I'm not really into like the the savior, the the nun, the you know the. I, I I've I've always felt like the healers were kind of like. I don't know the weakest part of this clan, um, but that's not actually true because I didn't even know the Watchers existed uh, until I read this. I didn't know there were three factions. I thought there were only two. I was going to say because <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> no, but but the truth of the matter is, like I've I've never I've never really been inspired by this clan because I've only read the modern rendition of this clan, and to me. They're not particularly inspiring until like revised edition where you start to learn about the warriors and joining the Sabbat and all that stuff. And that stuff I found entertaining and interesting. Um, But like reading about the healers, you know, um, they're not just individuals that – that go through and and you know cure people of their ailments. You know they're not just like doctors. Sometimes that healing can be a spiritual healing as well. And you know the brace the embrace they talk about very much in the same way that the warriors did, but from the opposite side of the coin. From you know s- someone who shows that that propensity towards being able to provide um, you know healing. Uh, warmth, um, you know, things of that nature. Um, and you know, they go through, uh, all of the information that the, the healers try to do. And then this conversation is a little bit different cause there's four healers involved.
1: It is, it is, it's is, 4 healers involved that, that talk about this, but the one point I want to just make sure we get, mm-hmm. there's a lot that the healers say, and then there's cool stuff that the author puts in here about the healers, which kind of saves this section in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, In particular, when they talk about the healing powers of the Salubri and Mm -hmm. how they are distinctively not of Cain. Right. Right? They're not of Cain. It can't be. No, nothing that Cain did healed anything.
0: Well, then there's an argument in there among the healers who are like, well, you know, Cain never displayed the powers of the the usurpers either. And, you know, who knows? Da 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 da. And there's, that's the thing. Like, there's no concrete information here. There's a variety of different stories telling you maybe, maybe not.
1: But my, my point was
0: mm-hmm.
1: talking about that, it talks about his journey to the East. Right. Right. This is what he came back with. Now, why I point this out is because the Bali went to the east as well. Right. 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 And that's that's where you start seeing this pair up and those rumors start coming about, which really not rumors.
0: Well, so I the one thing that I wanted to kind of mention here and what I start to get the feel of while I'm reading about the healers and I'm reading about South's travels to the east and kind of that thing that I was mentioning earlier about balance, I have like a very loosely formed theory. And my theory is that Salat traveled to the East and he learned about um, other people or uh, other, other species of vampires or whatever, so, something there taught him. Uh, and he came back with this concept of Nirvana of, of healing, right. Of healing and of the warriors of peace and of war of, of good versus evil of light versus dark. And uh, you know, This, this chapter and later information is kind of starting to make me feel like very distinctly, Zalit created the Bali because he had created the salubri and there wasn't a balance. He created these creatures, these vampires that he espoused to being absolute good, right? Healing whatever that is. And, and, and this book deals a lot with like evil and good. It like outright states like good versus evil. And I just, I feel like the Bali were created to be the absolute evil to the absolute good that he'd already created because he determined that Golconda was attainable through absolute balance. That's what I think. Now, as far as where he goes from there, I don't know.
1: The only, the only problem I have with that at all, is the fact that it talks about the age of the Bali, mm-hmm. right? From their own clan, from the Asmite's rendition to this one, the Bali were in Enoch, um, wrote well, well before a couple of Canaanites embraced. right? But they weren't there as Bali, but they were there. They were, they were one of the evil tribes out and whatever. Well, what we call evil, right? Um, out there doing their thing. And then someone comes along and embraces them. And it was thought to be Zemis. It was thought to be a sure. And, and he's another one. A candidate is solid, mm-hmm. except, couple times now, we've run across where more or less people are like, it was solid. Right. Right there. They're insisting it was solid uh, that that had these guys, which means his clan was kicking, the Salubri, before the Bali, and it kind of backs up your theory there, and I enjoy how that, that neatly fits. The problem is, you have to be one evil bastard, evil bastard, to decide that, okay, cool, I have these vampires are not good hmm. Right. I, I don't care what what side of the argument you want to come from. They are stealing life from other people to continue their own. That's not good things. Right. We're going to go make the Mali, and in there. So they're, they're juxtaposed. And it's great to cause this great strife, war and conflict. <clears throat> it's an interesting thing. And it's not to say that you're wrong. I'm not <laughs> saying that at all, because I agree with most of what you're saying. Right.
0: And I don't think he did it because he was actually good or actually evil. Uh, I I was taken back to the description of the Bali by their own words of their embrace, where basically this dude comes walking in and he's like, he's like, you motherfuckers, you all think you're evil? Oh, oh, I'll show you. I'll show you what evil's like. And he smokes them, throws them in their own pit, and is like, have some of my blood. So I don't think that he thought about it rationally. I think he (laughs) was like, no, I, I honestly... Think about Salubri. Think about who he, they talk in here about who his best, who solid's best bud was. And it was Malkov, Right. And so I, I think this is an individual who was strongly guided by impulsive urges, right? Like, like I'm going to give, I'm the good guy. So I'm going to show you like, fuck you evil guys. And here you go. Here's the embrace. And then he's like, Oh, what did I do? Hey guys, who are these guys over here? Like, we
1: can't we can't finish that, but just remember the Watchers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Right. We'll get to that. The Watchers shed a lot of light on the My and they exactly do. So, um, back to the healer though, because then we got to pick that up because that's that's entertaining. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, <laughs> on the healer's selection, right? The Warriors talk about how the healers have it rough in terms mm-hmm. of their selection. They got to know with certainty before the embrace that this person's going to be a good healer, right? Whereas the Warriors can always train a bad candidate, right? Or, or destroy them. You know, they didn't say that. They said you can always train a bad egg, but who knows. Um, maybe they have a Spartan cliff. I don't know. But uh, the, <laughs> the healers, they're supposed to be sages, healers, priests, um, teachers, all rolled into one, right? Um, that's, that's rough. Yeah, That's rough. How do you choose someone like that? And they talk about it. You know, a healer basically has to watch someone for quite some time. If you find a child that seems to have these capacity, they'll stick around. Mm-hmm. for a hot minute and see how they develop and the choices they make and see and see who they are, what they become. That's why a lot of times when you see something in writing with them, they, they are, children are somewhat drawn to them, and a special child will have their attention, that they're, they're special for a reason, right? And that, and that goes, goes from there. Now, once you're selecting, and you're doing it, what makes a healer want to do that? We already said it. Your very nature is already given to you. Right, you had it before you were embraced. After you were embraced, which they go through an extensive process. And my only my only critique in this whole book is that the Salubri apparently know a way to make blood fit in a wineskin and come out just as easy. <laughs> right,
0: liberties of the writer. <laughs> we let it go.
1: We let it go. Right. My brain's like, yeah, okay, cool. They, Whatever. They, they're yeah. just awesome. And uh, but the Salubri make sure they have blood on tap. You know, it's a, it's a quote a phrase, but so basically, plenty of is around. Mm-hmm. Um, in containers because they know that the first hunger is always the worst frenzy. Mm-hmm. We can't train them not to frenzy. That first night's going to be bad. So they, you know, have them drink it all and boom, you have a healer. You have right. a healer who's now ready to train and get the world doing very much what you know to be healing and a misnomer. I've always, always had been told, and I wanted to wait for this pod in particular mm-hmm. where folks go, Oh yeah, two things. Uh, the salubri healers are always seeking Gokonda. Nah, they're not. Yeah, (laughs) that's 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 not that's not what's going on right to us to a salubri healer. As this book outlines, their very philosophy is to always be learning that there will ever be a challenge before you that will pit you against yourself or may give you a tough call or a decision or what have you. They believe that they don't think they're geniuses. They believe they're always learning. Therefore, learning never ends. Therefore, there's always wisdom. Therefore, there is no end to what they have to learn there's there's no vaunted state of i know everything and everything is at peace with the world that's not there have some salubri hit go-conda? perhaps in your game right right perhaps in something here it just doesn't give that feel and talks against it not that they're no in no way do we want to be at one and at peace with whatever it's just that they would not put someone on a path to gokanda that they themselves are not already walking right, right? To, and i don't know about you but but to me that spoke of someone who basically says i'm not even trying right i'm I'm learning my way over here you know be at peace do you and that's that the second thing for this podcast nay was helping me out understand something i was like i read this whole book yeah read it before a dozen times i never saw in here why one salubri would
0: another yeah it was what was waiting for us to be able to get to this point <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I, I was uh, honestly reading this book. I, I kind of forgot that that was even a thing. You know, I was just like, oh, salubri, salubri. And then Bob was like, what Diablarize. There Did you see anything in here about them diablerizing each other? And I was like, I did not. And so we had to go to the library. We had to consult with the, the Dusty Tomes and find where that came from.
1: Now, that's not to say we weren't aware that they did. It was in, in the print. It's to say that it wasn't in the Dark Ages and it wasn't in their clan book. Right. that much we knew my theory always was when we read it in the modern ah it's just natural it's going to be in the somewhere in the dusty whatever dark ages the inner clan book it must be somewhere right they got a guy with blood in his mouth and wielding an axe in the cover
0: that's right. certainly uh, that's certainly one way of interpreting that particular drawing <laughs> um but anyways <laughs> yes i'll go with it
1: <laughs> so uh that's uh now you have me checking that cover. I'm almost no, positive. no,
0: it's, it's, um, I, I think maybe it was meant to be blood, but it does not look like blood to me.
1: Oh, I got you. You're being even more critical.
0: <laughs> I am being super, I honestly, I, I feel like that's one of the worst cover art. Like I've, I've seen, it really doesn't, uh, doesn't hold up to me.
1: Um, we skipped that. So, sorry. <laughs> so we found, no, that's okay. so, so Nate, Nate, you found.
0: Versus yeah, so the I, I found in the original it it so it doesn't even really say it says like in order to prepare them for the path of Golconda that they ritualistically diablerize like the, the chill diablerizes the sire. I could actually quote it because I have the book in front of me. So the very first reference that I found this Diablery thing in was the Vampire Players Guide um, first edition. Which I believe it says second edition, of the source book for Players of Vampire. Um, it I believe came out in '93, and so it's probably the first mention of the salubri. And honestly, I believe it was just added as like a neat quirk, right? Like a um, a way to introduce that that concept into the game at that time. You know, I'm going right. off of nothing but you know basically my understanding of the game. But give me a second, and I'll, uh, I'll find this for you.
1: While well, he's looking it up, my uh, my theory when I whenever I read of it the first time about the slubri, I thought it was because it was heavily eastern, right? It was it was one of those things where I could see uh, the you know the way the way through ascension is through nothingness, right? Pass from within that type of philosophy, and so it was the one to gain the inherent knowledge of the master and may it live on because they're still persecuted even in the modern. And so the idea that was you know you're left with and what a lot of players in the community and particularly LARP went with. Was that you know you're being persecuted so you're seven gen hundreds of years old and instead of torpor, you feel that pull coming on you made a child, and because you made a child you tell them and you train them to prepare for this moment and then you let them diablerize you. I always felt it was lame.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it definitely was not something that made sense. But anyways, I, I found this. It says uh, when a salubri sire she takes great effort to teach her child the ways of the lineage and how to best to protect himself. She also prepares the Nene's path to Golconda and then commits suicide by forcing the child to drink her blood. I was like, okay. So basically what you're saying is you can never call upon your, your sire for assistance. It's a very strange thing to add, and, and well, I you, don't know where it came from.
1: Not Now, not strange, I understand. It's not that, but it's... Uh... Strange is fair. Your words. I'm just sorry. (laughs) I I was just like, because I want to rail against this. I really do. I just don't want to be mean to the folks who like it. No. It's okay that you like it because if you didn't see the full picture or even hearing it, you still like it, that's fine. I want to outline that. Why it doesn't work with me. I just read a clan book about awesome ass night like warring against all things bad and maintaining that balance with your beast throughout. And what a challenge that is. And the healers who want to keep be sage-like teachers that keep you on the straight and narrow who are forgiving the Tremere for what they did to Solit and are trying to find their place and give that clan their peace, knowing they're damning themselves by pursuing the destruction of the Salubri and that they are unhappy with that. They would heal the Tremere if they could of that, and that's their nature. Mm-hmm. And then the Watchers, which we're about to get to, but the point is you take that, that good writing and what they had built up and then somehow in between decide... Because we're in a war where we're being persecuted, we're not, let me put this in a different way and why it really bothers me. Hi, we're in World War II. We're in Auschwitz. And in an effort to stop the Nazis from winning and killing all of us, we've decided that we're just going to kill the eldest of us. That'll learn them. We just eliminate <laughs> right. them. Right? Exactly. Like, no it, rhyme or reason. If we kill them, then the Nazis right, can't kill them. Right. Okay?
0: No, it, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really make any sense. But to me what it really comes down to is that these earlier versions uh at least the 1993 version I'll give it to because this came out before the rest of the clan was fully realized right it's like an idea and they're like oh let's let's throw it in here this is where we find the asimites for the first time and the ravnos and you know all those right. like you know the the stray from the the original 7 you know the rest to fill out the 13 so i can i can get behind that right But then, like in Revised, Revised is either after or at the same time as the Dark Ages. So, why wouldn't you at least put something in this book that goes, here's why they do that? Or alternatively, do what they do, do what they did in V20, which is, yeah, there's like this weird cult that does that. That's not the whole clan. Like, why would you think the whole clan would do that? Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like like to me keeping and 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 I would say doubling down because it's in the vampire storytellers companion for revised that's where you find it it's in the laws of the night for your live action that's where you find it they all say diablerie 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 and for whatever reason the clan book makes no mention of it zero so where's consistency what, like where did the tale come from
1: right and, and trying to make that make sense is is one of the funnest things that I think we we've done in a long time in terms of research. Just <laughs> right. asking that simple question, like where the hell? Right, we had to have missed it and just didn't pay attention. And let let's try to give it that that it's got to be a focus, right? Folks right. are going to ask about that. Yeah, we folks, it's just something happened and they well, had fun writing it and they wrote it in and wrote it out. And so.
0: it's like it's like everything else. If you don't read every single word. In these chapters, you could easily miss it because there's, like, two different occasions where it just says, like, all the or 8th generation, and then it moves on. It doesn't say in there. It doesn't reiterate in there. So if you didn't read all of the flavor text, which is why you should read, you're going to miss it, right? And you're going to be like, wait, I'm supposed to have diabolized my sire? I didn't I didn't know that. Boy, do I feel like a dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> I read the like, clan whoops. book. There was nothing in the clan book about that. Yeah, that's right. There wasn't. <laughs>
1: it's, 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 just something that, that occurred, right? It's, right. It's odd. And, uh, you, you don't have a choice, but, uh, kind of bouncing forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate, what's this book say about watchers?
0: Uh, you mean the boke, the boke yeah. of the watchers? Cause I the don't know. I watchers. don't, I don't know what the fuck a book is. Does your, does your book say that too?
1: um my book absolutely says boke
0: uh, yeah i don't know what a boke is i looked it up online and um the only thing i could find was that it was like english slang for throwing up
1: right it's vomit <laughs> yeah
0: so uh, i don't know if that's intentional or if that's something that's it's, misspelled it's
1: got to be intentional because they're not liked
0: right <laughs> yeah i don't know i, I couldn't sp- tell you
1: like, <laughs> neither act should like the
0: watchers um <laughs> yeah so so i don't know what a boke is but uh i also really after having read this I don't really know much about what the watchers do either. I assume they watch.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, That's, that's the assumption or or better said, they won't intervene. Right. right? They stay, they stay where they're at, wherever they are. And and they just, they just don't get involved.
0: Yeah. Right. They just, uh, they seem like um, the, like the autark political faction of the salubri. Like they're just like, meh y'all can swing at shadows and you can do this heel whatever i'm just going to go over here so yeah needless to say there's like less than a full page about them and i was i was not particularly impressed by the concept so you know i'm i'm all set with that
1: so and for those of you who remember we we kind of we did go over the watchers uh in the modern revision i thought did we not t- no uh, that's me. That's Dark Ages V20. My bad.
0: <laughs> next, no, that. It's uh, all right. My bad. <laughs> so the next chapter goes on about um, basically the different relations with the other clans. Here's my issue with this chapter. Um, I don't want to go into every single clan's feelings, but it seems like by and large, most of the clans don't seem to have a problem with the salubri, which right. I find even more shocking. Why then are the Salubri allowed to be hunted to near extinction?
1: So, simple, honest question to ask. And the answer is even more simple. We're in the Dark Ages, or well, we're, we're in the past. And we don't have the Camarilla formed operating and moving on. We don't have a lineage of people or a link of clan-to-clan relationships, right? What we have is two clans who've linked up. The Tremere have linked up with the ventru for survival. Remember, we learned that in Transylvania. That's where they were founded. That's where they're at. And the Venture agreed to back them in return for assistance in what they got going on. Mm-hmm. So the Venture is spreading this idea around uh, about accepting the Shamir, but the Shamir have revealed a great evil. And they they spread this poison, and the Venture is supporting it. What's well, the cost of one clan? Mm-hmm. Right? Is more or less what they got to be thinking, and that has to be the mindset. It seems to be open and shut in that regard. To what extent? I don't even think they know. And it doesn't matter because it's not like it's something they, they're concerned with. Right? That's the cold-bloodedness of the venture. They're going to do one thing. The Chimera are involved in this usurpation of war with their parent clan. Mm-hmm. And then here are the Salubri who they just diab. We know why. They right. ate solid and they got to get rid of the secret by getting rid of the rest of the clan. mm mm-hmm. You know, because they don't want to ruin things with the venture. So what does this do? Well, everywhere they go, the Chimera is spreading their bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm all yeah, these lies. It definitely makes sense to me from the perspective of the Tremere essentially doing the same thing that the Giovanni did when they got rid of the Cappadocians. Um you know right. and but that's something that that actually th- this is actually the the precursor to that. So it's almost as if the Giovanni were like, "Oh, well the yeah. Tremere did it, so we could do it too." Um I think that uh, a great part of the reason why there is the level of success that the Tremere had is because you get a lot of like kind of not my problem scenarios where like turning a blind eye is an easier approach than getting involved. You know, especially when this new clan, like they are a new clan, they have proven themselves to be. And, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, all these allies and alliances and good relations I don't, you know, it's still kind of like a little like, meh, really?
1: It's it's one of those weird things because the Salubri damn themselves by their solitude. Yeah. That's really what it is because there's not so many of them running around that by the time they come to your area, you're fiefed them. You're like, what are you? I'm a Salubri. <laughs> oh, cool. Sit here and tell me what you are. Oh, you seem pretty cool. Right. And then, because you don't have a Tremere, but then a visiting Tremere goes, I'm haunting a witch. Yeah. Yeah, what witch? They could trick you with their devilry, Lord, when really it's the Tremere who's that way. Right. But that's sort of the testament, the old story adage, right? Um, and then and pot calling kettle black. In oh, that And
0: also it comes down to influence because we learn sure. we learn the salubri, while they don't they don't like to take ghouls, you know, it's kind of like counter to their nature to to sort of molest humankind and force them into behaviors beyond their control. And the tremere have no fucks to give when it comes to doing that. None whatsoever. Sure. <laughs> they will, they will manipulate any that they need to, to get what they need. Like that's been proven a dozen times already in these dark ages books. Like the Tremere are fully like they're all in on being vampires.
1: That's because like, the tr- Tremere himself answered to one very nefarious order of her- order of Hermes mage. Mm-hmm. We know him as Don King, <laughs> <laughs> right? Ruthless, <laughs> ruthless.
0: All right. So um, then we talk about, uh, you know, the the, the feeding and and all that. Like I said, like ghouls, they don't typically take ghouls. And feeding is something that's very difficult for them, too, because they're forbidden from taking blood from like by force. So unwilling. Right. So when I read this clan and I read this bloodline to me, this just says absolute, utter hard mode. This like this whole bloodline is hard is hard mode from start to finish, right? Say what you want about the warriors, yeah, you could probably swing that a little easier, especially in a modern context, like in the Sabat. But playing a healer in the Dark Ages is like holy crap! This is going to be a challenge. I hope you're up for the task.
1: I, I don't have anything to say about that. That's <laughs> uh, that's been my most not liked curse mm-hmm. on a clan that i've ever read right. here's why goes back to Cain. you know he comes back and he cursed all the clans then mm-hmm. how the hell is that a curse right yeah a right. has to be no that's guilt you have extreme guilt given by the blood so your teachings make you that way right clearly it's the person chosen that makes that you don't have a curse then
0: yeah basically that's what this says like their weakness exists because solid was like hey guys let's not do that and they were like mm-hmm. yeah Okay, (laughs) because it even comes down to the warriors have the opposite. You know, in a modern context, the warriors have the opposite.
1: While I'm on it, what's another curse that really? That's a curse. The torador. Mm -hmm. It's pretty. I can't stop staring at it.
0: You will forever look at things that are pretty and see how pretty they are. For you know, it's (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
1: You will you will obsess in the things that are gorgeous and wonderful.
0: Yeah, I don't think that the level of depravity that caused the curse was the same for the Tordor as it was for the Nosferatu. I'm just saying.
1: Right. Meanwhile, back at the Nos, we have to put them in asylums <laughs> hidden from right. people because dude so, got embraced last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sometimes hey, our, our
0: embraces turn into piles of goo, you know, just right. that's ugly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Eric's here. It's going to be another week before he's done.
0: Yeah, sorry, his zones so, uh, are, yeah. are are shape shifting right now into starting to look more like a bicycle, unless like a human.
1: <laughs> he's really resisting the meds too. <laughs> We're not certain how that's going to go. What even cursed by God, bro? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just
0: Alternatively, the Brujas sometimes get real angry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about the Ventrue? I don't like this blood.
0: <laughs> you will forever the only other be blood. able to feed on the blood you like the most. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. Each venture has to have a Roman Bacchanal to understand <laughs> what blood type they like the best. Right,
0: right. Uh, awesome. Sedites, aggravated damage from the sun. Multiple. You can't go out in any light. Okay, that's kind of a shitty curse. That sucks. <laughs> it is. But it's it's way worse than like, man, don't talk to that Bruja for too long. He might get real mad. <laughs>
1: Don't insult his his uh, his uh artistic project of yeah. pasta on paper. Yeah. He's trying to put on the best salon possible.
0: It's my salon. I'll do what I want. He's throwing books, you know. Whatever. Yeah, bro. When's the last time you've seen
1: anybody use spaghetti in that fashion? Huh? <laughs> Nobody. Couldn't eat the stuff.
0: Tortor's like, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm so cursed being a tordor Sorry.
1: <laughs> and the Chimera curse, too. Don't forget yeah. that.
0: What was there uh, again they get blood bond real easily because they weren't like <laughs> vampires for that long? Yeah. We get blood
1: bond real easily because we're blood bond from the beginning and basically we just keep getting sauced every time we messed up. Yeah. So let me get this straight. You're addicts? Mm-hmm. Is is that the flaw? Like you not get a <laughs> choice. <laughs> hey, you want to join Clan Shamir? Take this bump. Yeah. <laughs> you like what you see? Did you so, like it? It tastes good. Is it smooth?
0: <laughs> <does> Grandpa bump. <laughs>
1: you want some more, bro? Of course you do. Read this book on ancient Aramaic, and we'll get back to you.
0: So let's talk a little bit more about silence. shall we?
1: Oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> big segue. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> uh, basically, it's uh, is his powers have grown? Yeah. At this point, what do we mean? Well, here's a cool section you won't find anywhere else: powers of the blooding. If you happen to run Salubri warriors in the Sabat game, and you're wondering mm-hmm. what you can give them, um, I advise you to have a separate subsect of those warriors that matter. Um, oh, Bob that's cruel yes it is I'm deliberately <laughs> being cruel um, obviously they're going with the whole distinction that the warriors said screw it if we're going to win this war embrace everybody yeah or we need more warriors that's it it's the only way to get this done uh, okay kind of flies in the face of it but I guess those fallen angels we mentioned earlier lived on and became these warriors and that's it however why do the actual warrior code and style and play die off Never explained to me if the healers made it, why didn't the warriors? Right. I never understood that. And so my advice is don't let that stand in this chapter. They give you powers of the blooding and you know, your cold, your coat of Samil that you have, you make, you add it up and you can get it from this book pretty easy. Well, just I, have to do a little work to make yours.
0: Yeah. I think uh, all the stuff in here would translate very well to a sabbat game. Um, you know, with your, your, uh, salubri warriors, uh, your Salubri anti tribute, if you will. Um, I think that uh, much like a lot of the clans that that find themselves dwelling within the Sabbat for you know mutual cross purposes, I think that there's not a lot written about the Salubri anti tribute except for like what's in the base books. This is definitely a way that you can add a little bit more um nobility to that bloodline and a little bit more ritual and uh yeah just like overall usefulness or you know don't you know do it the other way just have the sabat and have a salubri warrior
1: basically this is cool stuff written that we feel sat in this book never got updated and just was tossed to the side and it shouldn't have been it's only two powers but those two powers kind of explain what the point of the blooding is, right? Tracker's mark and um blessing of the name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're both cool. They're really yeah. cool. I know some people go, "Oh, they're so powerful." Not really.
0: Yeah, what about right? the level 10 that's in here? That's that's interesting. Um I don't
1: like to <laughs> talk about level 10s ever. No. Right?
0: No, especially not ones that are basically just like I hate to do this, but basically just like true resurrection. <laughs> just, oh, that guy's dead. Oh, I've revived him. I've returned this yeah, it's it's
1: whatever it was it was a time and a place right Mm -hmm. that's it
0: yeah um and then uh from here you know uh by the way if we hadn't emphasized there's a ton of like merits flaws powers in here um you know they are what they are you know i i I think uh if you're into the clan you'll probably like them um
1: you're gonna you're gonna overlook the fact that the nas don't have dominion over the warrens
0: Oh, oh, well, I think it's that's It's a
1: three-point merit for Salubri.
0: I think that's just a naming uh, uh, convention. I don't know that it's the same as the that, but yeah, yeah, basically. It it's,
1: certainly reads like horns.
0: Yeah, it does. It does.
1: <laughs> hide amongst the Nosferatu. It's a brilliant idea, actually. Um, yeah, right, What
0: the Nas won't care until they... Where are you going to hide? Until they need to get rid of you, you know?
1: Um, Seven-point merit to be blooded by the code, right? Yeah player's yeah. options we mentioned it's cool do it there you go moving on just mentioning it um what it's like to be unblooded
0: yeah yeah it's a five it's point flaw i guess that's and, how you
1: uh, huh and i was gonna say i guess that's how they got to be in the sabat. yeah right you weren't <laughs> blooded by the code yeah go south mexico is where you should rain yeah they'll teach you they need you
0: yeah definitely um and then like stuff like odd eye Bob's got an odd eye. I do. His third eye is pink and it glows. It glows pink. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't and know. It
1: cries tears.
0: So, um, and then uh, you know you have your your ten sample characters, and those are a thing. I mean, they're they're like they are in every book.
1: You're gonna ask. Characters. At least I did. I was like, oh, look at this template. The holy thief. Interesting. There must be a watcher. And. Eh. Um I mean. what they are gonna put up here though is that it's concept or cast is the holy thief. Mm-hmm. I think it's your choice. You know, concept's holy thief, cast is whatever you want. Yeah. You can throw them in there. So we're just, you know. Don't look for examples of every cast in here.
0: No. Uh I that's that's the interesting thing. I, I've I found that like their their Valoran is, you know, either warrior or healer, but there's nothing really to indicate watcher, so it's like to me. I don't know. Watcher is kind of like it was an idea, but it doesn't really. It's like kind of functionless. Doesn't really amount to much, in my opinion. Um, and then uh, yeah, so uh, we skip ahead a little bit and talk about the these historical figures of note, the the dwindling few as they call them.
1: Yeah, there's uh, all sorts. There's Brazil, Matthias Yale, Jack Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Dawes' horrible picture. It looks like he has a cowboy hat. Oh, I'm
0: glad um, I wasn't the only one who thought that. It's like that's such um, a terrible picture.
1: It's, it's going to happen, I guess. It's supposed to be like a, a plumed hat, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I had to try too hard to get that. Yeah. Even remember what plumed was. My brain hurts now. Uh, but they do have <laughs> Ahab the traitor. Now I want you to know something. Why Ahab is my question.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know uh they, they they basically they say in here like they they don't remember his name so basically they give him the name of ahab i don't
1: know <laughs> what's his name it was ahab that is the one that betrayed us like well okay um all right i guess that's that's that i was just curious because you know they got a clan that was uh made an enochian mm-hmm. they talked to an enochian and that's that's how it is and what they do yeah you know all right. Uh,
0: that was great. the other thing I forgot to mention, too, that they they, they talk about and hear how typically the clan only communicates in and They're the only ones that still know the language. And I was like, oh.
1: how like John Dee and the occultists that helped him make that language up in the 16th century, yeah. <laughs> um, which we're not even in yet. And they know the and somehow. I know. No, it's
0: uh-huh. real and It's true Enochian <laughs> from Enoch. <laughs> it's,
1: it's all right, though. Yeah, so it's there. It's fictitious. It's great. They yeah. went with it. Yeah. It's unique. Um, but basically, this guy is one who becomes. He joins the Bali. Ahab right. the Trader is a former Salubri um, that becomes Bali. If you know the Bali clan book and read it, you can be an apostate. They embrace you, in. it's sort of like you're done with your clan. Come on in. We yeah. can help you out. We got, and, we got uh,
0: ways to handle that.
1: We got donuts. You know, there's it's all sorts of things they use those trickery. Now. They have a historical note of interest section, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to this guy, uh, Simon Ben Yakov is basically like I ran across something important. Uh, basically, it goes Ebob, Ebob, hip hop. A Bali told me at another place, another time, that a dude who embraced this evil clan of clans normally didn't have a
0: name. Right. Right. It is. It is the story of the origins of the Bali clan. It's exactly what we went over in the Bali clan book, and it's been told by by this author's notes it's been told a thousand thousand times everybody knows the story of some wanderer comes in throws him in a pit we we already talked about it um but his biggest concern is this one that he got from abali names the name names the name of the individual who created them and that's this is the one the one where it's different the one where it deviates and the name is that of solid like it says him by name Solid came in and...
1: Dun, dun, dun! Yeah. I mean, it's as, it's as simple as that. Um, I, I don't know what to say, other than I'm not shocked, uh, but I am shocked, but am I shocked? I don't no, know. No. It's a, it's do you, is what you hear. Um, there's tons we could point out. right? I could point out to you that the duality of Solid in his very nature, mm-hmm. if he did embrace these two clans, and indeed seems he did, um, that it speaks of an Eastern mentality of duality, dualism. Um, that theme has propped up everywhere. We went over canine heresy where it was nothing but duality throughout that book. Heretical ideas and themes and whatever. Why would these clans be different? Right? If Enoch predated even Sumer, then you have to know the idea of of a light and a dark had to exist even then. And how do those antediluvians view God? It's definitely not the Old Testament God. It's before that. So what was it? Is it? Who knows? And here we have a guy going, well, Says it's Solid that made the Ooh. clan. You know, why would they make it up? He doesn't right. know. Right. He doesn't know and doesn't care. Thinks it's a lie. He's going to burn and break the tablet. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. So basically, what we've learned here is that through a continuation of word of mouth and, and um, conjecture and falsehoods, basically, Solid was kind of a dick, kind of the worst. Like, I don't know. Was it intentional? Was it planned? I still don't understand. So, um, yeah, you make your own conclusions. Like Bob said, it's your game, so you draw your own conclusions. These are just here to stir conversation and stir inspiration for your own games. So
1: now I want to point out how this book got sold, and it cracks me up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right on the back of the book, the very back cover now, it says, Clam Book Salubri includes new Valoran powers, merits and flaws, and more. The history of the Bali wars, the secrets kept hidden by solid himself. (laughs) Indeed, the last two or how they got me to buy the book.
0: Yeah, not a whole lot there, but no, there wasn't a whole lot. Like the history of the Bali wars was essentially the same history that we already knew. There was some wars where we fought Bali. It was, it was shitty. Remember that?
1: It leads you to believe there's like a chapter yeah, where they go no. over the body. Like it's they sold you a bill of goods. Sold me a bill of goods. Yeah. And it, so
0: so let's get to uh, some final words about this book, Bob. What is your overall opinion about this product?
1: As it they has got been me presented.
0: <laughs> they got you.
1: <laughs> they got me, right? Um this this book I hated. I literally did. I hated to the bottom of my, my soul because I hate being salesman. And the book salesman. That's why I meant. That's why I mentioned it. Mm-hmm. The last two points were what I really wanted to know about, and what I got was <laughs> keep reading. Thanks. Right. Mm-hmm. However, in terms overall of the clan and what they did have in here with content was pretty good. Yeah, it's decent enough to go over a clan in the Dark Ages, especially considering in that time you had knights, you had you know sages, religion. You could see right. them existing, having a point. My critique of the whole clan overall. Is it needed? Right? Mm. Hear me out. I think it would have been better clan if you called them Bali or called them Salubri, melded them both, and they had a cyclical behavior pattern. When they are good, they are really good and noble. But when they cycle, they're really bad. Yeah. You kept that.
0: I, I think and- that uh, in a lot of ways you're you're right about that. Um, this clan, I've I've never really been super inspired by, but I feel like they're only interesting in the context of like the Bali
1: that's yeah I can't even argue that point if you took the Bali out of the equation what you have is a bunch of nice guys yeah. and gals who sit around and they're good people If they're, I good, w- they're the good yeah. vampires if
0: I were to pick this book up without any knowledge of the clan or the history if I was just like new to the game I would read this and to me they would very much read like paladins and clerics that's what I would get out of this
1: I didn't want to say that. I thought that <laughs> I wore that moniker solely, and I, re- I forgot we're we're family. So naturally, I said, "Yeah, absolutely, absolutely," and, and that's why I was chuckling when you were like, "Oh, no, don't forget true resurrections in this book." And I, in my head, I was like, "Is it a thousand gold piece diamond they're using?"
0: Well, it's a level ten, so I mean, it might as well be,
1: right? You, you got to figure it out, <laughs> right. and that's that's what it hit me with. Like, come on! But right. at the same time, there's there's a third clan here that's peppered a little bit, and they kinda. If you've read it anyway, it's the Children of Hakeem are in it too, in a, in a sense. And, however, I found it ironic that in that clan book, Above the Bali, Above the Salubri, Morris talked about that, both those clans than in any other book in a tying fashion. Remember, we went over the updated, the, the revised uh, Children of Hakim book. Mm-hmm. And they talk about what happened and Corazon with that war, how the Salubri and Nassimites teamed up and went at it, and how they defended an Enoch and why, and how, like, a neutral perspective of telling you how the, how, how it, they, they told you how the sauce was made. Yeah, right. You know, in a, in a good view, and then you're like, oh, okay, but then you read this book and you get, well, that makes sense why they would grab the paladin and the cleric, and then, oh, man, read the Bali book, and you get why the Bali are nonplussed. Right? It's my favorite part about the Bali book. Yeah, well, we reward with, some people did stuff, yeah, our ancestors got smoked. Yeah, they took out that. Who liked that club anyway? Corazon was overplayed. You know, was, yeah, whatever. I'm over right. here now. Right. You know, we're doing different things. Let me show you what we got planned. Right. I think in that instance, if you look at all three and smush them together, they're okay.
0: Yeah, I, I really feel like this book has some things that are I find very entertaining, um, very inspirational, getting the perspective of the clan. But I think as a clan book, it's really, it's not great. It, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's just, um, it's, it's just not a great, it's not a clan I've ever found interesting. And, and the things about the clan that do inspire me are not, you know, they're not really sufficiently talked about in this book. So I don't know. Um, I think if you're, if you're a collector and you want to be complete, you should get this book. Um, otherwise I don't really think it's going to help you out much from what you're already doing. You're probably, well informed from the books you're running the game out of already so
1: if it's a dark ages game though and you have people want to play salubri this book will help a lot
0: yeah i I, I will say that's true
1: it's not long it's like 71 pages yeah yeah it's like all
0: all the dark ages books are a little condensed clan book wise 30
1: and 30 of that is is warrior (laughs) right right. warrior and done and then you know you got about 10 more pages or healer and then the rest is like welcome to the show
0: strangely enough the only thing that really kind of captured my attention and was very much interesting to me was the warrior stuff. And you know, like Bob said, that's like 30 pages. So, you know, you can get that and get in and get done. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it is what it is. It's not one of my favorites for sure, but it's also not one of my favorite clans. It's just,
1: it is a good, I think it is a good book for again, dark ages setting, which is why it says dark ages on it. Right. Um, beyond that you're, you're golden to do what you do. Even in the, even in the modern, the V20 dark ages book, even that book does them more justice. Yeah. And when they, when they handed out this sneak peek before we get to that
0: and, and them in the lore of the bloodlines, I I feel like makes them much more interesting than any of the other material about them combined. So, you know, uh, you know, read it. If you want to be a completionist, that's, that's my opinion about a lot of these books, but this one is like, it's not an imperative book (laughs) for your, your playing potential. So anyways, uh, coming up next week, We have either a book review or maybe an interview. I don't want to give away too much because, you know, I don't know, you know, we're still arranging things, but we might have an interview next week. Uh, If we don't, we are going to be reviewing uh, Fountains of Bright Crimson, a module for your uh, your consumption. And it's a module I don't think either of us have read. So,
1: yeah, we're shocked
0: yeah <laughs> i am yeah <laughs> it's a
1: match i never even heard about i was shocked that it even existed so yeah um golden though it should be a lot of fun you I know mean, let's put that back here that 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 spark
0: yeah absolutely
1: um, we'll explore together well we will all hear of it i'm certain it'll be read.
0: <laughs> yeah we're we're probably gonna read it <laughs> that's required for recording um it was, yeah
1: that, that that was double that was that was deep comedy just yep. so you know deep
0: deep All right. Well, cool. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, don't forget, if you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us on Facebook, on Twitter, on our website, UtilityMuffinLabs.com, or you can email either of us uh, from the website. So go to the website, contact us, boom. Uh, And, uh, you know, if you have an interesting question that we feel like addressing, we will definitely address it on the podcast. Um, If you're listening to this the day that it's released, Friday, September 13th, we are having a meetup tomorrow on our discord utility muffin labs discord at 4 p.m central time 4 p.m central time 5 to 7 eastern time so chances are if you're listening to this any other day except the friday it comes out please disregard otherwise we'll see you on our discord saturday (laughs) september 14th 2019 at 4 p.m central standard time (laughs) sorry we'll talk to you guys later Thank you for listening to 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade. If you like our podcast and you'd like to help support our show, consider backing us at patreon.com forward slash 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade. We offer reward tiers of additional Patreon-only podcasts, t-shirts, and personalized gaming experiences. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and go to our website, utilitymuffinlabs.com for links to all of our social media, additional podcasts, and more. If you'd like to chat with us, submit a title for review, promote your gaming-related stuff or anything else you can think of, email me at Nathan at UtilityMuffinLabs.com. Utility Muffin Labs, consistently rated adequate.
2: Oh,